Thanks for listening to the news live on WBEZ and NPR. The WBEZ stream sounds great in the kitchen on your smart speaker and anywhere on the WBEZ app. Listen every day. Happy belated birthday, Chicago. It's Monday. I'm Erin Allen, and this is The Rundown. Food, balloons, music, all the typical festivities happen over the weekend to celebrate Chicago's 186th birthday. My colleague Michael Puente is reporting that the city, the Magnificent Mile Association, and World Business Chicago hosted an event at the John Hancock Building to drive visitors to the Magnificent Mile. Several small businesses and local food vendors joined the celebration by showcasing their products in the atrium. He also talked to Natalia Capani, who's with World Business. Michigan Avenue was obviously impacted by the pandemic, and so the goal was to take spaces that were left vacant and give an opportunity for local businesses that may not be able to afford rent on Michigan Avenue a chance to showcase their products and represent the neighborhoods downtown. Visitors had complimentary Vienna beef sausages, Eli's cheesecake, and Chicago flag birthday cake. Chicagoans had plenty to choose from on Election Day last week, but most of us didn't end up voting. Folks over at Block Club Chicago spoke to some organizers who may have a sense of why. Chicago Votes is a civic engagement nonprofit, and their outreach worker says some people told them they didn't even know there was an election. And so far, it's looking like folks aged 55 to 74 cast the most ballots, and the youngest voters, 18 to 34, cast the fewest. Outreach workers say young people are activated on the issues they care about, but that's not translating into votes because they say young voters don't see themselves in the folks running for office or they don't feel like their votes really make a difference. Also, a political science professor says some folks just felt like they couldn't make up their minds. I mean, there were nine people running for mayor. If you're like me, you could stand some more analysis on this. And there is more at BlockClubChicago.org. So if you were at the Chicago Bulls-Indiana Pacers game, you probably noticed some unrest. Nearly 700 United Center concessions workers staged a one-day strike and picketed during the game yesterday. The workers are represented by Unite Here Local 1, and they've been working without a contract for three years. Union officials say they want health insurance benefits and a pension plan. Jamie O'Neill says she's been working the Bulls and Blackhawks games for 33 years, but she doesn't know who worked her taco stand yesterday. Well, I would love to be in there working today, but I have to stand my ground and fight for what I believe in and keep the fight going until we get what we want. Levy Restaurants made a statement saying that it offered a significant package of health benefits and higher wages that is more than double its previous contract. But it claims union leadership hasn't brought that offer to its members. The two sides are scheduled to resume their bargaining tomorrow. Ask almost any educator if they're feeling overwhelmed, especially during this pandemic, and the answer will likely be an emphatic yes. A new survey by the Illinois Education Association is showing that a majority of Illinois teachers are feeling more burnt out than normal. A third of the teachers polled said they're considering leaving the profession. According to data from the Illinois State Board of Education, there were 62 percent more staff openings in 2022 than in 2017. 
And hearkening back to his proposed budget from last month, Governor J.B. Pritzker has announced a $210 million teacher retention plan. The money would be divided up over three years and will go to the 170 school districts with the most vacancies. Pritzker says the money will be used to retain current teachers and attract teachers from surrounding states. The Illinois Education Association is the state's largest teachers union, and they're supporting other legislation that would also lower the teacher retirement age. And now for a few quick hits. The Chicago Sun-Times is reporting that a dozen restaurant break-ins took place last month. They happened over the course of two weeks on the near north side. Chicago police are warning business owners, and they say the suspect forced his way inside restaurants, sometimes breaking glass, stealing items, and fleeing on foot. All the incidents took place in the early morning hours. And Chicago police union boss John Catanzara Jr. won re-election with nearly 57% of the vote. He defeated Detective Bob Bartlett, who had warned cops that the union was turning away potential allies. As for the weather, y'all, I promise I'm getting these reports from reliable sources, mostly from the Weather Channel, but you know, even they're wrong sometimes. So yeah, no snow, no shoveling, no nothing on Friday. We can be grateful for that last part at least, right? Today, the temperatures are going up to the mid-50s, rainy off and on until it clears up in the evening. Hopefully that holds true. And that's it for the rundown for now. Later today, it's been cold. And unless you make special efforts, you may not be getting into nature very much. And if you don't have a pet at home, you probably haven't seen any non-human creatures in a while either. We'll hear from the founder of the Chicago Rewilding Society, which is an urban nature sanctuary that gives city residents access to animals, therapeutic healing, and the great outdoors. And I think that's really exciting to be like, brush this pony braid his hair, try it out. He'll let you know right away if he doesn't like it. He will react and there will be a physical reaction. That's coming up today at two o'clock. I'm Erin Allen. Thank you so much for listening. I'll talk to you later. 